In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Winston Churchill once said, there comes a special moment in everyone's life. A special moment for which that person was born. That moment when he seizes it will fulfill his mission. A mission for which that individual is uniquely qualified. And in that moment, one finds greatness, and it becomes his finest hour. Friends, our Lord Jesus Christ clearly understood his mission. When separated from Mary and Joseph and found in the temple at the age of 12, Jesus boldly told them, I must be about my father's business. 21 years later, on a Friday afternoon before Passover, as countless lambs were being prepared for the sacrifice in the temple, Jesus Christ, the spotless lamb of God, was beaten, spit on, nailed to a cross, and slowly died for our sins, completing his mission. Jesus came to his greatest hour on this day, friends, that we call Good Friday. To the world, the good of this day is often very difficult to see. The crucifixion of Jesus is an extraordinary scene, a scene of darkness and despair. The events surrounding his death portray a vivid picture of mankind's complete brokenness. The cross revealed the world at its very worst. But the cross revealed heaven at its very best. The unfair trial, the agony of Jesus, Peter's denial, the fleeing disciples, the crown of thorns, the mockery of the soldiers, the wretched cries of the crowd shouting, crucify him, crucify him. The darkness covered the land from noon to three. The earthquake and the painful cries of Jesus saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that moment, in fact, all the way back to the moment of creation, Jesus had never experienced separation from his Father. It was Jesus himself who clearly said, I and the Father are one. But on the cross at Calvary, he experienced agonizing separation. And he experienced that agony, my friends, so that you and I would never have to. Oh, how deep the Father's love for us. that he would give his only son, that whoever believes in him and accepts him is their Lord and Savior, be 
spared from death and hell and eternal separation from the God who created us all. In the despair of these moments, however, another cry came from the mouth of Jesus. Near the moment of his death, Jesus made one final pronouncement, a pronouncement which may be perceived by some as a cry of defeat, but in reality, it was a victory cry. His final words from the cross that it is finished. His mission was completed. It was a glorious victory cry. And then into his father's hands, he committed his spirit. It was Jesus' greatest moment. Victory for Jesus, and more importantly, victory for all of us. Because in Christ, we also have victory. Victory over death and sin. Jesus' death and sacrifice destroyed sin's hold on mankind and opened up a new way to God. Rather than a moment of defeat, it was Jesus' greatest moment, a glorious victory. So what is this victory, this Good Friday? victory of God's will to provide a perfect sacrifice for our sins so that we can be restored into a right relationship with our loving Father. Hebrews chapter 10 says that by the death of Jesus, we who have been saved through faith have been sanctified through the sacrifice of Christ's body once and for all. Jesus' death on that cross became our atonement for sin. And by atonement, it means that Jesus covered our sins by his substitutionary blood and death on that cross. The Old Testament sacrificial system was over forever. The temple veil was torn in two forever. And the new covenant was begun. Jesus' death is the victory of God's will revealed throughout the pages of Holy Scripture. After the fall of mankind in the garden, God made a promise that he would send a Messiah to save us. And within the Old Testament is a complete set of prophecies telling of Christ's life and death as the suffering servant, as the Lamb of God, the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. And when all the prophecies had been fulfilled, Jesus cried out victoriously, It is finished. And in that moment, his greatest moment, he fulfilled God's promise to all of mankind, enabling you and I and all believers to follow, to share 
in that victory. Jesus' death on the cross was also a victory for us because without it, there's only the law. The law which no one can keep. As St. Paul clearly made it said to us, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And our payment, that is what we deserve, is death and eternal separation from the God who created us. Jesus himself told us, do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And on the cross at Calvary, Jesus' mission was fulfilled. And when he completed the mission, he announced to the world that it is finished. He had done what we as humans could never do. He had lived under the law's demands, and he had kept the law fully and completely without sin or blemish. Galatians 3 tells us, He redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Jesus saved you and me from hanging on the cross through the sacrifice of his body and blood once and for all. His death on the cross sounded a death sentence against our enemy Satan. Jesus had shared in our humanity so that by his sacrificial death he might break the power of sin, death, and Satan for us all. He freed us from being held in slavery by the fear of death. When he cried out, it is finished, our enemy, who had that power, stood forever defeated and doomed. And there's now nothing left for us to do. Nothing for us to do but to praise and worship Jesus. Praise him for not leaving the work of our redemption incomplete. Praise him for what occurs on Sunday morning when, as he promised, he rose from the dead. Death had no hold over him. And it has no hold on those of us who call on his name to be saved. Jesus fully paid the sin debt once and for all, and all that's required of us now is to praise him and believe in him. Jesus told us, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never Friends, Jesus' work of salvation was and remains totally and completely finished. There's absolutely nothing we can do to gain it or to add to it. Nothing. Jesus said it all in three words, my friends. It is finished. 
And that, my friends, is why we call this Good Friday. Rather than closing tonight with a prayer, which I normally do, we're going to do something different. And I'm going to ask you to join me in saying the words of this hymn together in first person. How deep the Father's love for me, how vast beyond all measure, that he would give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss, the Father turns his face away, as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon the cross, my sins upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in anything, no gift, no power, no wisdom, but I will boast in Jesus Christ his death and resurrection. Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. But this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.